The views or opinions expressed on Ann Arbor Inclusive do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the City of Ann Arbor and the Commission on Disability Issues. For more information about the Ann Arbor Commission on Disability Issues, please visit a2gov.org slash disability resources. Hello everyone and welcome to Ann Arbor Inclusive. I'm Zach Damon. We have a wonderful show for you today as David Clank, vocational rehabilitation counselor and blind hockey player, joins us in studio. And David, thank you for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. And let's get the ball rolling. What do you say? Sounds good to me. All right, wonderful. So you started playing hockey at the age of four. Uh, what was it that captivated you about the sport early on? So my older brother actually played hockey, and you know, you want to kind of be like your older brother. Sure. So I got to, to go out in an indoor rink and skate, and it was fun. I made friends. Um, and really, the first time, you know, got the competition under my belt. I mean, sure. we were so little at that time, it really took a while to catch on to make all those friends. But, you know, trying to keep up with the older brother, I think, is what got me kind of in the door for it. Sure. No, I mean, I think that's awesome that, uh, you know, you developed that passion early on for a great sport and, you know, something that definitely keeps you in shape. I mean, it's such a fast-paced game. And, uh, you know, I think there's always, uh, you know, ever-changing things happening with the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, um, you know, it started to become visually impaired, and then you got involved uh, with a disabled hockey festival. Um, how did you become involved with that? So it's a bit of a story. Um, you know, I did play hockey up through my youth with full sight, sure. um, drove a vehicle and all that good stuff. And as my vision deteriorated, that's when I stopped doing hockey because, you know, the puck's a certain size. Right. Um, it's very fast paced. And if you don't really keep up, you kind of lose that edge a little bit. Yeah. So I took maybe eight to ten years off somewhere around there and just was working. And my wife, who also works in the field, um, said, I've got this strange email, yeah. and it's for something called blind hockey. Would you be interested in it? And wow. I kind of laughed a little bit. I said, <laughs> blind yeah. hockey, yeah. you know, that's an interesting concept, because it would be right up my alley, mm -hmm. you know, having a visual impairment and a, a sport that I actually love. Right. Um, so they were going to be in Fraser, Michigan in 2016, putting on a tournament. I, you know, I wavered back and forth. I wasn't quite sure. Should I go? I'm really, I'm not in the best hockey shape, you know, and um, with, with some push and pull, I, I went to the tournament, and it was, it was amazing. Um, there was sled hockey for people who are cheer users. Um, there was special hockey. There was, and then there was the blind hockey all in one venue. Oh, wow. And uh, it was a three-game series. It was just an absolute blast. There were, everybody I played with had a visual impairment to a certain level. Okay. And it was just so much fun. It kind of relit that fire. I'm like, I can do this. Sure. Sure. Um, and now they have them a couple times a year all over the country. So the travel is, is great, but also kind of a, maybe a little bit of a barrier. But sure. um, I was hooked after that 2016 tournament for sure. And it kind of got me getting back in shape a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, something to look forward to. Um, it's been a real game changer, I think. Yeah. And I mean I, I, I mean, I was an athlete myself for a long time. But do you notice, too, getting back into the sport, uh, especially with players that have a similar uh, visual impairment like yourself, I mean, is there still that team camaraderie there, you know, in the locker room yeah. and things like that? Oh, for sure, yeah. There's, it's almost like I didn't, I think I said that after the first game. I said it's like I didn't even leave the sport for a while. Everybody yeah. was in there just kind of teasing each other, but in a good way, you know, sure. having fun, yeah. talking about the refs and, 
it, it was like nothing had changed. Wow. It was so much fun. Yeah. That is awesome. And, and of course, you're a white, right winger and a left-handed shot. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite NHL player? So my favorite all-time is going to have to be Gretzky. Okay. I mean, there's so many good ones to pick from, honestly, but, yeah. you know, the great one. Oh, the great one. I mean, you know, the way that he skated and uh, could handle the puck was unbelievable. Yeah. And speaking of the puck, you know, you had mentioned, uh, you know, seeing the puck and how difficult that was. You know, you and I talked before the show, and you had mentioned, too, that you guys uh, have, you know, a different type of adaptive puck. So could you describe that a bit? Yeah, so it's about... Um, three times the size of a, the regular black puck, sure. and it's metal, and there's two metal bearings inside of it. So it's, it's quite noisy when it's on that rink. When it hits the ice, when you shoot the puck, it's hard not to hear it. Oh, okay. Um, and also the refs will use it to kind of show where the face-off is. Oh. So it's adaptive not only that it's bigger and easier to see, but it also makes an auditory noise that you're not going to mistake for anything else on the ice. Wow, wow. Yeah. Now, how was it when you tried using that puck for the first time? Was it different? Uh, the first time was a little bit different, yeah. yeah. Um, because it is metal, you take your stip, stick, I think at least, I have to do it twice now because um, okay. it just chews right through the hockey tape on your <laughs> stick. Yeah. And it's, it's a different weight, but being able to actually see it or, or feel it on your stick, it's, it's very helpful. I think it's worth, worth the pain. Oh, yeah, and I mean, I think very beneficial uh, to continue to play the game, you yeah. know, uh, in terms of being able to have that innovation in the game and hockey and uh, allow uh, players like yourself to be able to continue, I think is great. And how um, simple, sorry, but how simple is it to just use a, a bigger metal puck with two ball bearings? It's, right. It's a very simple idea. I was really intrigued by that. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, again, also we talked before the show and you said, you know, blind hockey teams have kind of been on the rise, right, with teams in Chicago, uh, Washington, and Boston. Do you feel there's a market for blind hockey in Detroit? I do. I think Michigan is a hockey state. Uh, yeah. You know, with the Red Wings here, and we've got Michigan hockey and Michigan State, Ferris, you know, uh, Western. I do think there's a big hockey market. Right. But when you go to these tournaments and you see these teams, like the Chicago Blackhawks have a team or the Washington Capitals have a team. Sure. The, the up-and-coming kids that are starting to play, it's it's a huge number, yeah. And I was very shocked. And I think Michigan will have a blind hockey team, and I think Michigan needs a blind hockey team. Mm. So you think too that there's just that many players out there, uh, you know, that would sign up for a league, and uh, you know, some, be something that would flourish. I would think so. With visual impairments, um, you know, it's it's a smaller percentage of the population, but and even smaller that maybe played hockey. Yeah. But it's not. You don't have to have that background experience that you played hockey before. Oh, got Because it. a lot of the the kids coming in had no experience with hockey before. Really. And now they're yeah they're getting on the ice for the first time. They're they're learning how to skate. They're getting exercise, and then yeah you know as their skills build, they'll be able to play the game. So not only for those young kids who have the visual impairment, not only you know does it help them become physically active, uh, but it gives them a chance to be a part of a team too, right? And Absolutely. build confidence, all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, I hope that can happen for sure. Me too. Um, so, you play again with an adaptive puck, and you described how the puck worked, and you described how you found it helpful. And of course, we do have a video too of you guys playing with that puck. Uh, so I'd like to take a look. The referee raises his hand in the air, rattling the puck to signal a face-off at center ice. He drops the puck and a player skates down the ice. The defense gets the puck and passes back up the ice. 
The clink of the puck is heard over the video as it moves up and down the ice. Neat. You know, and you can definitely see too, I mean, if you look closely, you know, the different size in the puck and, you know, how you guys are able to sort of incorporate on the ice. And so thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, so obviously something exciting too, uh, there's going to be a, sort of a national team uh, that you talked about. We talked before the show and you talked how, about how exciting that is for you. Uh, and you guys are going to play in a tournament uh, against Canada. So what I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, are you going to try out? And do you think there's a global appeal for blind hockey? It's a really good question. Uh, I'm definitely going to try out. Yeah. Uh, I think I have to. It's, it's such a great opportunity. Yeah. And the Canadian teams have been doing blind hockey for a long time. Oh, have they really? Yeah. So we have a oh. bit to catch up on, I okay. think. But some of the American players that I've seen already are, are up to the challenge. Sure. And it's going to be a best of three series between Canada and the U.S. in okay. blind hockey. And I'm really looking forward to it. I do hope I make the team. I get to go uh, to the training camp this summer. Heck yeah. So, you know, trying to get in shape for that and uh, play with those guys. And, you know, if I don't make the team, I'm still definitely going to go to the tournaments and yep. root for the guys. And if I do, I'm really going to dig in and get that cardio going for sure against those Canadians. Well, heck yeah. And, you know, uh, Ann Arbor Inclusive will uh, definitely be behind you. Appreciate Good luck it. on the tryouts for yeah, sure. Thanks. No problem. Uh, so aside uh, from blind hockey, you're also, uh, as I mentioned, a voca vocational rehab uh, specialist with the state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, has the fact that you've uh, been an athlete, has that helped you in your profession? It has. Um, you know, working as a team in the uh, helping field is huge. And amongst vocational rehabilitation counselors, I think um, it kind of gives me a, a little bit of an edge. I like to, to keep it light with my coworkers. You know, yeah. we have some fun. Um, they pretend to watch some hockey games. We have something to talk about <laughs> from time to time. There we go. Um, yeah, and it does. And getting back into um, blind hockey, well, getting back into hockey, but then sure. blind hockey, I'm back to playing one on, you know, with other individuals who have a disability. Yeah. I'm back in the disability community, um, not only for work, but now for fun and leisure. Mm -hmm. So it really does kind of re-energize me as a counselor just to say, hey, I'm, I'm back. I'm working with other people who have a disability. Right. I'm having fun. We're talking about disability issues mm -hmm. in the locker rooms or, or after the games or something like that. So honestly, once I started uh, blind hockey back up, yeah, I've, it's recharged me in a lot of different ways for my job. Wow, that's awesome. And it's really interesting, too, that, you know, uh, you carry that conversation uh, into the locker room, right? Uh, what kind of different things are going on or what kind of things you guys can improve upon or what kind of different challenges, you know, each of the players are facing. and uh, That's got to be very beneficial. Absolutely. I, I mean, one of the big things is none of us really drive a car. Mm. So how did you get to the game? You know, yeah. you talk about an Uber driver or hopping yeah. on the bus. Some guys missed the bus or something like that. Transportation is the biggest one where I take that into my work, too. You know, I understand people have trouble. You got to be able to have transportation. So just talking about it, goofing around about it, sure. kind of lightens that mood a little bit, too. And you say, I do understand that I have missed my cab or I have missed my bus before. Yeah. Um, other things like visually, like pulling out a magnifying glass, you know, in the locker room to, to read the back of a jersey or something <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. 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 No, but I mean, again, uh, just says a lot about uh, the league you're in and a lot about the guys and, and how they're open to sharing that and making everybody better, you know, as teammates and as people. I think that's awesome. What would you say uh, to uh, a mother or a young player out there, you know, with the visual impairment that's watching and going, wow, you know, I don't know. I mean, that sounds like such a great idea, but I'm not sure, you know, 
uh, and they, they're kind of reserved about it, what would you say to them uh, to get them involved with blind hockey? I would say try it. Um, there's a lot of programs out there, and especially once the ball gets rolling, um, you know, you can rent the equipment. Um, some of it's even free. Okay. You can get some skates and just try it. Um, you may or may not like it, but sure. I think it's much safer now, and it's a great way to get exercise. It's a great way to make friends and be on a team. Um, and as it grows, it's going to be more competitive. You know, I think it's a really good opportunity, and it's something unique, something yeah. that you maybe not have thought about before doing. So. Sure. And then for those that are interested and want to get involved, I mean, how in Michigan can they get involved? I know we talked before the show, and you said it's a, uh, I guess, a branch of USA Hockey? Yep, yep. Okay. The umbrella is the USA Hockey, Disabled Hockey. Okay. And um, right now in Michigan, we're still trying to recruit some guys to play. We're still finding places you know, to skate and things sure. like that. But um, if you are interested, you can go to um, michiganblindhockey at gmail.com and just kind of send me some of your contact information. We have a little bit we can send out and share. Sure. Um, and as the program grow, grows in Michigan, I think, um, you know, we'll try and contact the individuals. We've already got some. Try and contact and just get a skate going again. Cool, man. That's awesome. And, of course, you know, as an athlete uh, and as a hockey player, I mean, every hockey player has great hockey memories. And I wanted to know from you, you know, can you share us uh, with us uh, one of your favorites? I could share two. I'll share maybe sure. the worst, okay. and then I'll share probably my favorite. Sure. Um, when I was skating, I, I skated for many years um, up through high school, and then one game I had my uh, arm skated over. Oh, man. Yeah, and it was, uh, I was out for several months, and it was a, just a strange coincidence. It does happen in hockey, yep. you know, and uh, I, I rehabbed, I healed up, and I got back out on the ice, and then that year we went on a 15-game win streak, and wow. we won state and uh, the, uh, another tournament, and I got a game-winning goal in that tournament, and I got an MVP. And wow. just that whole season in general, I think, is one of my favorites because it went from being hurt to getting back and, yeah. and playing with my friends. So. Wow, that is an awesome, awesome story. Uh, Two, I mean, uh, also, you know, it's interesting. I mean, when you were younger, did, uh, you, know, did you want to play in college? What was, uh, what was the goal for you? So I always saw myself playing hockey. Um, even, you know, there's so many adult leagues you can play in. Sure. Um, the school I went to didn't ha necessarily have a hockey team. They did have a hockey club. Okay. Um, but I knew with my vision I, I probably wouldn't be playing hockey much longer, which was, you know, kind sure. of a sad uh, aspect to it. But I was accepting it, and there was other sports I could do or uh, things I could do for exercise. But sure. um, I did always see myself playing hockey, and then when I stopped it, kind of gave that up it was it yeah. was a bit sad and then when I got this opportunity again it just completely recharged that sure. and now I do see myself playing hockey for the rest of my life there so. you go that's awesome and for those that don't know I mean say there are guys right they're just you know playing hockey playing it playing the game the way that it's meant to be played or there are people that have just spectated hockey or those hockey moms are out there but can you describe what it feels like to you to play hockey with a visual impairment yeah, so it was scary at first um, because I noticed when I was back on the ice, it wasn't like it was before. There was stuff I was missing, um, and I wasn't sure if I should try to play with my darker glasses or if I should try to play without them. Sure. Um, but once, when I could hear the puck yeah. and I knew where it was and I was skating to it, and you know some other guys missed the puck too, took a lot of the pressure off. I just had a lot more fun, and then that kind of passion for it came right back. So. Yeah, I was definitely scared and a little bit stressed at first. And then yeah. once you're back out there and you actually do it, I think 
that's when you know you're either going to love it or maybe not like it so much. So. Wow. Well, I mean, I think that shows a lot of strength in you, man. You know, to be able to get back out on the ice, do it, be determined, and then, you know, still have a great career. I mean, that's awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Uh, we did talk a little bit about this before the show, but I think it's uh, great. You know, every big hockey fan, they've got a great hockey film, you know, that they love. And uh, what's your favorite and why? Well, Slapshot is absolutely my favorite. <laughs> um, there's a lot of good hockey films out there. Right. I, was, I was thinking maybe Mighty Ducks, but oh, I think I'll, yeah. I'll stick with, with Slapshot. Some Gordon Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> some, some Paul Newman, though, I think there is we the go. winner on that one. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a classic. You know, Paul Newman, great leading man and, uh, you know, great funny film. I, I think if uh, hockey fans haven't seen that, well, then, gee, you got to check it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome, man. And just, you know, again, thank you for everything that you do uh, with the state of Michigan, Michigan Rehabilitative Services. Uh, and also, again, you know, in the game of hockey, uh, you know, any final thoughts, uh, any words of wisdom to those young hockey players out there? Absolutely. Uh, try it and, and do it. I mean, skating is it's a great exercise. The teams, you're going to have a lot of fun. Um, there's ways around it if you have a disability to adapt the sport, sure. ways that I had never thought of. Sure. And, uh, again, michiganblindhockey at gmail.com if you're interested. Cool. Hey, thank you so much, David. We do appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, folks, and that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank David for joining us and hope that you enjoyed the program. And please be sure to tune in to Ann Arbor Inclusive next month. And as always, stay awesome, Ann Arbor.